1: John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means! Hot route! I don't... What is hot route?
2: Will you just go stand on the other side, please?
1: Down! Come on! Ready! Down! Set!
2: what we call a sacked lunch <laughs> it's
1: time for the soonerscoop.com post game show presented by Eskridge lexus in oklahoma city Eskridge lexus is the official travel partner of soonerscoop.com podcasts now here's your road crew jerry eddie and bob wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game The Lexus post-game podcast uh, right here from Campus Corner. Uh, Carrie, Eddie, and George Stoya uh, joining us as well. Uh, George's first foray into the Eskridge Lexus post-game podcast. You don't even drive an Eskridge, or an Eskridge Lexus, sir. That's a problem. Are we recording? Yes, we are also, recording. can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Okay. I didn't know if my mic level was too low. I can fix that for you. I, just, I sound kind of low. Full disclosure, we did get <laughs> like... <laughs> Two and a half minutes
2: into the first one, and uh, George asked the question, are we recording? We were not recording. So, uh,
0: we are currently I've
2: efforting turned you now. to okay, get that was the
0: That was the sole reason I was hired. Make sure
2: Just we, to make sure that we're we recording hit the at all times. Yes. I like that. That's fair.
1: All right. Well, uh, it was quite a day today here in Norman. Uh, Kyler Murray had his uh, statue unveiling, which, uh, you know, the one that they did last night was like a... Uh, like a replica almost. It's like it was silver. Was it fiberglass? Is that
2: what it was? Yeah, we found that out from Baker yesterday. I didn't realize that they bring in something that's not...
1: Yeah, he said it was hollow, is what the Baker statue. said. statue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder
2: what they do with that afterwards. I think Sam's
1: was actually Did we get the, one here? I think Sam's was actually the statue. Oh, they actually brought you it over. Because remember, we went over to the Oklahoma City Fairgrounds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sam was yeah, there, yeah, and yeah, yeah. his parents were there. That was I, think the first a, time I think it's that, a new thing. That was the, the first time gossip. that you uh, actually believed that I was friends with Sam. Yes. That's when I was like, okay, he's not lying to me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we went over there, and they had the whole statue, and then they... I think, like, they, after that ceremony was over, they like, and I think Bob's full statue was at his unveiling, too. Well,
2: but that thing was the, the first, like, first disaster of all time when Nate Fakin caught it being hauled down Lindsay oh, Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: on the back of that trailer or whatever. Were you in school at on the that time? On that low boy. Uh, I don't remember, but I remember I wrote a big story about it. Uh-huh. and did and i interviewed you carrie for the story you did i think so <laughs> but uh but that maybe that's why they started doing the fiberglass thing because it's like we don't want to move this thing when we don't have to bring it all around yeah. yeah
1: i bet that's part of it yeah for yeah for sure so no but they had the unveiling last night uh sam bradford was there uh i've got some buddies who are mad at sam bradford for, for not being there today eddie i'm just gonna let you know that the, the boos are growing a little bit they people, want sam I, at the games they want I him get at the it games i know
2: i know because I, they don't see
1: it. the the private ceremony that he goes
2: to well they don't they don't see all the other stuff that he does so it he i don't think he really necessarily cares but i would imagine uh once uh the baby boy gets uh and his kid not sam i i would imagine once the kids get
1: <laughs> you're not calling sam the baby yeah, boy
2: once uh once the once the kids get old enough i think they're going to start coming around it's going to be pretty cool
1: so but it was a great day today. It wasn't quite the as dramatic as Baker's Day and I think it, maybe some of that has to do with they know Kyler's kind of a per, you know private person. Yeah. And he was here last year. Well, and I would imagine he probably said, "You know, let's not do the whole thing where you play the video on the field and I get emotional
2: and Last year was the perfect storm too because everything that went into, you know, the revival of the program and everybody wanted to come together and kind of make a statement for uh, you know the way that Lincoln Riley left and all that kind of stuff. I think that it was just a little bit of a perfect storm. They got 75,000, 54,000 for a spring game is nothing to be uh, you know, embarrassed about. I thought it was a pretty good turnout and when you throw in the fact that it wasn't the best weather day. I mean, it was damn cold outside for most of the game. I thought it was a pretty good pretty good turnout, pretty cool ceremony and you know, I thought Kyler was in a really good mood which you don't normally like I don't think that there's a lot of people that see that side of Kyler. Like as I mean, I don't open think He's as he in a was. bad
1: mood, like well, normally. just like, you know, no, I mean, he's he, just came very in, he came quiet. in
2: asking for you. Well, he knows. He knows. He knows where the we money he knows made
1: where, a major mistake. He though. knows where the money comes from. <laughs> 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 we did make a major mistake. I got there and I thought to myself, Oh God, we should have had an unofficial forty shirt ready for him in triple X. Like to give to him, just to give you a jab, just to let you jab back. And I, I seriously thought about like trying to hustle back to the office, but I never would have made it. No, we would not have made it. It was, it was really
2: cool though. Uh, you know, his, his whole thing. Don't know, I like
1: Kyler. If you don't know, I mean, that's one of the most, uh, Press conference, famous press conference, Kyler Murray moments of all time. I was he, getting the
2: ERA, bent, the bullpen stuff.
1: He was, uh, he was, he came in wearing this fantastical tiger shirt. Was it? Was it a yeah, tiger? Yeah, it, like it was a lion. It was it a, was a, a lion. lion. It was, it was a like lion. a five
0: thousand dollars shirt I, at the time. I remember because I asked him post game. I was the one that sparked it because I said, "Tell us about the shirt that you're wearing." And he's like, "Oh, I got you know, got it at some famous store." Yeah. And then you yelled from the back. Uh, you got that it's in my they, size. Yeah, they got it in my size. I and asked he, him if yeah he—he's—he's yeah. like what three X? Yeah, yeah.
2: That Son was a good a one. bitch. That was before he <laughs> won a Heisman. That was before he won a Heisman, though. No, that was cool. And you know, I—I've I've told this story before, but I Kyler and I had a pretty good relationship when he was here. Uh, and then also including because you covered the baseball. I covered team. baseball, yeah. so I was around the baseball program. And you know, over at baseball, you can go sit in the dugout. Uh, you know after practice or whenever because there's nobody over there and you know you can basically chop it up with them whenever and they're all really kind of accommodating over there so it's a little bit different than football but
1: I love Kyler. By the way if you're wondering if, if some of us are distracted it's uh, currently two outs in the bottom of the ninth uh, Oklahoma Texas. And they've got runners on second and third. Two so. runners in scoring position, two outs, bottom
2: nine. Trying to get a sweep would be a massive, massive weekend down in Austin if OU was able to pull this off. You talk Softball about Softball like, has already crushed Baylor's dreams of, of doing anything. Talk about like surprising performances. This would be on the short list of uh, surprising weekends in OU baseball uh, over the last four or five years.
1: Uh-oh. It's over. Ball game. It's a sweep. There you go. All right, done, no more distractions. I'm so gonna, I'm going to dump this beer on top of my head now. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, we, we've already s- a weekend for the boys. <laughs> we've already seen that when the Cubs won last time, so we don't need to see that again. Uh, anyway, so we did have a spring game. The Kyler stuff was uh, great. Uh, go check it out on Sunderscoop.com. Got video from Eddie uh, and uh, George was there as well, covering it. Uh, I know he's got or Bob's got a story up uh, coming up uh, tonight. By the way, I have, to, I have to deliver some crushing boss news to you uh, right now, George Stoya. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, Bob Prisbillow has beaten out your spike alert uh, with his uh, defensive uh, notebook. That's you good. Got a I'm spike all f- alert I'm earlier for yeah, your more your, sp- J- your Jackson Arnold story.
0: I am. I'm. I'm. Look, I. I am glad to t- take the the uh, Jackson Arnold role. I'm all about the team. So. More spike alerts, the better for all.
1: Well of us. and the, the amazing thing about the game before we get into it, you actually went and sat with his uh, dad with his family today in, in the second quarter and just kind of chopped it up with him.
0: Yeah, you know I, I just was going into the game it, it, the spring game is always one of those things where there's you can always have some takeaways and, and Josh, I thought, put up some some good takeaways on the board immediately after the game. And I'm sure we'll get into some of those. But I just wanted to, you know, what's something that we can do that's a little bit different? And so I just hit up Jackson's dad and went and, and chatted with him for pretty much the entire second quarter and a good chunk of halftime and, um, you know, just talked to him about there are so so many big expectations for him here. And I just wanted to hear from his dad and his family, kind of that mindset.
1: Where their heads were at. With
0: yeah. And, you know, they he, he talked about it. They understand he's the backup. That's his role. He's got a long ways to go. Uh, and, and they're not worried about those expectations just yet. And, and maybe his time comes sooner. We'll see. I don't, you know, I, I obviously think it's it's Gabriel's show. That's been made very clear. Um, but, I, you know, I think that it, it's good to hear from them and from Jackson to know that they, they understand what this next year is going to look like. And, and they're excited for the future. So um, I, I thought that was a really interesting perspective to talk to them.
1: And it kind of, you know, puts to rest some of the... I mean, it's not going to put anything to rest, but anyone that's out there thinking, oh, Jackson knows, you know, Jackson's won this battle coming out of spring. Like, uh, you're some kind of information pirate throwing that stuff out there. Uh, It's not the way it is. It's not reality right now. Now, you want to get him ready in case Dylan Gabriel gets hurt during the season and you want to be able to put a better backup than you did a year ago. I think they will, like, right now. Like, from what we saw of Jackson Arnold today... They have a better backup than they did a year ago. Well, and, and night,
2: night and day, yeah, night yeah. And day. I mean, it's it's very obvious. Like in you know, he had the big run that was called back today, but I mean, the dude's gonna be special. It, 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 he just he carries himself in a manner that you have to like. Like I, I think he kind of borders on, and this is kind of what made Kyler and uh, Baker so great. Like they, and I guess they did it in two separate ways. It was like. They carried themselves in a certain level of confidence and cocky and arrogant, whatever you want to call it. But I don't think that they ever went. Well, it I'd never say got that. personal. Tyler kind of went over the line sometimes, but he could get away with it because he was the greatest high school football player in the state's, you know, state of Texas history. Uh, yeah, I think they but, would talk their shit to each other. Sure, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And I, I think that Jackson kind of carries himself that way too. It's just like, and you saw it a little bit there with the first team uh, reps that he was getting. Against the first team defense, rather that is like okay when the when they start coming after you and you're having to process everything as quick as he's gonna have to, uh you know there's a there's a learning curve there and you talked to uh, Dylan Gabriel about it after the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I thought Dylan's perspective on it was was really good. I mean he he knows. I mean he he told me he's like I know Jackson's you know talented and he's he's the future of this program and and he's taking him kind of under his wing and i think that that's good perspective for dylan because and he mentioned mckenzie
1: milton did McKinsey the same milton. for him at yeah.
0: ucf yeah and so i i think that look the reality is jackson arnold is more talented than dylan gabriel that's a fact um the but the reality is dylan gabriel's played you know however many games in in college football and that that's valuable and so as good as jackson arnold may be uh and how good he's going to be dylan gabriel has experience that you just
1: can't Get from Jackson
0: Arnold until he starts playing. So you
1: know what some of that is, and, and and I hate to interrupt, but I thought about this today when Kyler was speaking. Look at Heisman Park. I mean, look at the quarterbacks in Heisman Park. You have you have Jason White, who you know played at a small school. He did have an offer at Miami, but not a ton other than that. I mean, he wasn't like five star Mister Everybody was trying to get him. He was highly recruited, but you know, two A you know high school back then, I believe. Uh, and then you move on, Sam Bradford, he wasn't even the best quarterback in his class. I mean, Rhett Bomar was expected to be the starter. Uh, he did have the Michigan offer and the Texas Tech offer. Technically, Rhett was, a, After, he was my yeah, age, he, he, but he, he, he was yeah, a year Rhett before. came in. but or two years before. Rhett came in and then had that year where he sure. sat behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then, of course, Jason White got his sixth year. And so then, but everybody knew Rhett Five Star. I think he was the number two player in the country. Was Adrian number one? He was number two. According to rivals back then, I believe. Anyway, like most quarterbacks wouldn't take that, you know, take that scholarship. Two thousand
2: four. Sam would have been two thousand six, and AD would have been what two
1: thousand two? No, no. AD was O four, or no, wait. AD's first. No, AD and and Rhett were in the same class. Were they two thousand four? Yes. Is that right? Because OU played. Remember, they played LSU in O three. And Kiwan Jones was the running back, and then Ad came in in 04. They played was Bowling Green, I think, is the first game, and they said they weren't going to start Ad, and they started Kewon but Ad ran for hundred yards anyway as a backup, and then he eventually started winning the job. So okay. that's how I remembered. I might be wrong. I'm getting old, uh, but I digress. I mean, but you, you look at Sam Bradford, Heisman Trophy winning, you know, yeah, three they were, star same quarterback, same class, same class, uh, you know, and, he- and with Brad Bowers. Right, right. <laughs> Don't forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Baker Mayfield, the world's most famous walk-on. Like, like I wanted to almost ask Kyler today, like, do you feel like you've broken the mold of the Heisman quarterback at Oklahoma? Because you were – you know, I know R- Rivals didn't have him as a five-star, but he would have been a consensus five-star. Uh, and he was Mr. All-American in high school. Like, he's he's not – he is different from all the other Heisman Trophy winners that Oklahoma's had in terms of ex- – Expectations. Now, you can say, like, um, Jack Mildred, like, he was all-world everything. I don't know if your dad talks much about him, George, but
0: – That's his favorite favorite uh, OU quarterback but, ever.
1: But, like, Jack Mildred, you know, they, OU had to win a massive recruiting battle. And I know he never won a Heisman, but that's an example of an all-world quarterback that never won the Heisman, but, you know, did live up to the hype, at least in Oklahoma standards, so – It's just, it's just, you know, Kyler is just different from everybody else because of that. Yeah, and I think it's, it's also
0: just one of those things again. And we, we, I mean, we we bring it up on every podcast. And and I'm sorry,
1: I I strayed (laughs) so far off. My point was, Dylan Gabriel is not, you know, the Kyler Murray five star. Like he can still be really good and even better than a young five star quarterback. Well, what would you say? Experience.
2: What would you say to the person that would say in that in that case, it's like if there is like that. Small margin between them, or is it so grand like that you, you ha- air
1: with the superstar? Like, would you go?
2: Yeah, and especially with the schedule. that I know this is like a conversation we can have during the summer, and it's going to have <laughs> take place over the next five months until they start the season. But if it is like that tiny margin, like there, it you're not giving
0: up a whole lot. Maybe you do go with the more talented guy.
1: Well, sometimes people say go with the younger but, guy in that situation. Yeah.
0: Here, here's the thing. If Caleb Williams doesn't come in that game a few years ago, are we even having this conversation? No, that's no. what everybody. That's what I think is in a lot of people's mind. Is, sure. Is oh well, Caleb Williams came in and did it, and so Jackson Arnold can do it. And let me. But be, those are people me, that
1: think Dylan Gabriel is Caleb or is 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 Spencer Rattler. He's been so much better than Spencer Rattler.
2: Well, you saw the numbers that Josh threw up uh, their
1: first years. Or, yeah.
2: No, over the it was the last seven games of. Like, 2020 versus Gabriel's last seven games this past year. The numbers are, like, eerily uh, similar. Right. Trying to pull it up now. Josh has been on like a little bit of a Twitter heater. I was asking you <laughs> earlier if uh, he was drinking today because there's so many tweets to go through now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It it is surprising though. Go ahead, uh,
0: Joe. I mean, uh, (laughs) I've had a couple of beers. Yes. (laughs) Uh, but no, I mean, I, I just think it's, it's look, I, I get it. Expectations are high for a guy like Jackson. But I, I do think that um, they're maybe a little bit unfair at times. Um, I, I, I think it comes with the position. It comes with playing at a place like Oklahoma. But uh, I think they're approaching it the right way. And when I say they, I think his dad and his mom have kind of instilled the right mentality in him in the way that he's approaching this. And, and you can hear it even postgame. Eddie, I don't know if you were over there Listening to him a little bit. But no, even I never he, made it over to Jackson today. He's very, he, very self critical, um, you know, knows that he could have played better and, and also knows his role and knows that he's got a lot to learn this next year and still develop. And it's so funny talking to him. And he's got such a baby face. I even asked him, I was like, is it weird? He went to prom last week, last Saturday. This week, he's playing an OU spring game. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, yeah. you know. And th- that's where you you have to remember that this kid's 18; He's still got a long ways to go. So I don't
2: think that it means like a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but I do think that playing at the level of high school football that he played at, 100 Peyton Bowen played at, like that plays a part in maybe just the preparation of being ready to go uh, from day one or being able to jump in. And you know, obviously, this is what the fourth month that he's been in college. Like yeah. there's so long, it's such a long way to go. And that, see, I
1: thought watching him in Orlando, like, you know, seeing him on the field with the athletes there, like I was like, okay, well he's going to be fine athletically. Oh, like, like the he's Under Armour stuff? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the way that he runs the ball, like he's going to yeah. be able to run the ball. And today he showed that as well. Yeah. Like
2: he, and I think that you flip on that uh, Allen game that we went down to. Right. And he's running it away from, you know, I'm not saying that they have D1 uh, power five guys in Allen's, uh, secondary but he ran away from people in high school and he ran away from really really good athletes in high school at the at that level of high school football in the state of texas final seven games spencer rattler 2020 122 of 188 65 through for uh 1845 yards 15 touchdowns two interceptions dylan gabriel 2022 145 for 234 which is a 62 percent completion so Sixty-five percent versus sixty-two percent, one thousand nine hundred and forty-three yards. So just over what a hundred yards more uh, through the air, and then fourteen and six touchdown to interception ratio. Like it, but that's is, that was the
1: best of Spencer Rattler's
2: career, and that's what that like seven everybody games. going into that twenty-one season was like was banking on is he going to make that jump? We right. did the doom pod, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, yeah. and it was just expected that he was going to make that jump. I think that Gabriel can be the guy that we saw at the end of the season. And if he's the guy that we saw at the end of the season, whether it be, you know, I, hopefully the guy that you saw in the, uh, cheeseable, this team can win a lot of football games. Like I'm, I'm not as worried offensively. I, I guess I'm, there are some questions as far as wide receiver goes and filling the Marvin Mims shoes. But, you know, I think that they were pretty vanilla today. I, I don't know if you can put a whole lot into that. I mean, he,
0: he missed some throws um, here and there. The inaccuracy is still, I think, somewhat of an issue. Uh, he missed some throws high. I know Josh noted that too. But um, I think it's all. I think it's also one of those things that I just don't see Jeff Lebby. Like, Jeff Lebby really believes in Dylan Gabriel. And I just don't see him making that move. And I think that's going to end up being his final call. Like, I don't think it's something that Brent's going to make a, a change on. But I, I don't know. I, I think that... Uh, you know, both quarterbacks honestly struggled at times today. Uh, you know, Jackson finished it off with a nice throw.
1: But he to had Gavin 20 Brewing. yards at halftime. I, yeah. And I know he's playing against the ones for the most part. But he didn't have time to throw at times. I mean, he's getting a lot of pressure. But even the throws that he did have, they weren't always good.
0: Yeah. And that was, I mean, honestly, and if we want to get into it, I mean, that's kind of the story of the day for me, too, was how good the defense was. Yeah, um, no, I
1: absolutely think that's the takeaway.
0: Yeah, and, I, it, and it was it was specifically a lot of the new guys, and that was kind of my other story that I wrote today was, you know, you had guys, the, the transfers, right? Rondell uh, Bothroyd looked great out there. McCulloch was making plays. It seemed like he was really disruptive. I think the first play of the game, he made the play on the on the trick play. There's uh, a lot to
2: like with McCulloch,
0: man. Oh, he my just gosh. Out, he's he, just...
2: They, OU hasn't had a guy that looks like him out on the defensive side of the football in a long, long time.
1: He's just so long and yeah. he does run well. And I know <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that first video that was posted in camp. But I mean, you know, seeing him out on the field, he runs. He he moves. He he keeps up with everything. Yeah. I mean it uh And Reggie Pearson today I thought, yeah. you know, was he made a guy that nice play in the end zone yeah. on,
0: on
2: Stogner, I think yeah. he was, yeah. There there are guys out there that it gives you hope. Like I again what is it like? I feel like we've been in this spot before where we come in here and we talk about, yeah, they look great. And then they go out on a Saturday and they just look absolutely terrible. Uh, there was, I, I came across one thing uh, during pregame today that I thought was kind of interesting. It was unsolicited, but I was told that Marcus Stripling has had a major spring.
1: Interesting. Cause we were just discussing about if he could if be, he'd a, be a transfer guy, portal
2: yeah. guy. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. But, That and then on top of Trace Ford, who has been very, very limited in practice. But uh, was it who was it, George, uh, at post practice that was saying that he had like three sacks and four plays? Uh, Rondell Bothroyd said that about that, that, about Trace Ford. Yes. Yeah. That was told to me today again. So that definitely happened. Like he didn't, he wasn't uh, embellishing on the story. I supposedly. When he's been out on the field, he's made some major plays, and he had the uh, the the PBU or at the line of scrimmage today that I think it ended up getting caught, didn't it? Yes,
1: off, yeah, off the deflection, mm-hmm. but he
0: still got his hand on the ball.
1: You know who else who doesn't have good stats, but I was impressed by today is R. Mason Thomas.
0: Well, and he had he had a sack today that, that
1: they, they didn't get that, that yeah. they didn't get. I felt to like him. there
2: was a, multiple times that uh, they had sacks, like Bothroyd I think had one, and they just called it second and ten, but it really it should have been like, you know, second and 17 or something.
0: Yeah, our Mason Thomas had one. He came around the edge, and he tapped. Because I was down. I was, si- I was sitting with Arnolds at the time, and it was right in front of me, and he tapped Gabriel's back, mm-hmm. and they didn't blow it dead for some reason. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought the pass rush – I mean, Eddie, you and I have talked about it too. I thought the pass rush was pretty good today. Now, some of it was against that second offensive line, and even Brent said today some of the offensive line stuff, like, they – they weren't allowed to cut guys, and, you know, there were certain things that they limited limited the offense to. But uh, I thought they looked pretty good up front. I don't want to get, you know, overhype them, but I thought that well, was. It's just like, you. I
2: don't know how much you go, yeah, they looked really good. And then you look at the offensive
1: linemen that they were going up against. Exactly. It's like,
2: uh, I hope those guys aren't the ones that you're counting on. And they're obviously not going to be.
1: And also, to be fair, like Brent said back on Thursday when we talked to him, he was like, we don't have enough offensive linemen yeah. to have two teams. So, I mean, they had to throw two teams out there. And they obviously weren't what you would hope to be if you're Oklahoma.
0: Well, like I, they had like, uh, and I don't want to throw this guy under the bus, but I'm about to, it's like, it, there's a difference between going up against Gunnar Allen and Savion Bird mm-hmm. out there. And so I, I think that that's. Like, that if they have a noted.
1: Walter Rouse available, it's a maybe a totally different game. Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, I thought Gaden Greeb played okay. Um, you know, I thought he held up, but it was clear that they were struggling up front and, at and times.
1: It was in the interior, it seemed like they had the biggest problem because, like, uh, that was where Bothroyd was having all his success and, and, and Kate in. Uh, Grayson Halton had a great game today. I mean, he's a Grayson Halton, I mean, he's the I, I biggest he up and comer guy. on this defense, yeah, I think. I think he could be
0: a guy. 5 tackles, 2 sacks, 2 tackles for loss according to the stats they sent out.
2: It seems like and it seems like it, it's hard to tell with this kind of stuff, but like it seems like he plays very physical.
1: And it was interesting seeing Joseph uh, Laulu kind of he's officially interior. Yeah. Like he's undersized and he he's said he, he wants to get to 290, like wants to get bigger. But, I mean, they're not going to put training wheels on them. They just basically said, get out there, you're a defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman. How about Kip Lewis? Looked really good, yeah.
0: 11 tackles, two tackles for loss.
1: I thought Kobe McKenzie
0: looked good, too. Yeah. I thought, I thought the linebackers and, like, Canick looked more comfortable out there. I thought,
2: like, all the guys outside of the quote-unquote we've, guys we've penciled in as starters looked really, really good, which is encouraging. Yeah. Like, I, Kip Lewis was all over the field. And I think uh was it McCulloch that was talking about him, like how fast he is from sideline
1: to sideline yep. after the game? Yeah. I mean that It's interesting hearing uh Brent salivate over Lewis Carter before he's even L- here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He benches four hundred pounds. Four hundred <laughs> pounds. Do I have, I don't know if
2: I believe that. How much do you think you bench? Right now? Yeah.
0: One oh thirty?
1: We are not getting weights in the office. I'm sorry.
0: I think I could do one hundred eighty five. Could you do 200? 225? I think I get the 225. I combine? think I, I, could, I could probably get 200. The combine uh, uh, barometer, isn't it? 225? I've been benching.
2: My dad knows. Benching or bitching? Both. <laughs> I I haven't been doing either.
1: <laughs> uh, so, anyway, no, but, I mean, I just, it is, as you wrote in your article, you know, George, you know, Brent said that he wants this defense to be on a different planet. You asked him that question. Uh it is I mean he was hesitant to really give too much praise or say anything like and the thing i kept thinking is these these players have no idea how much Brent Venables expects out of them before he's happy. He he will never be happy. Like what you know his little scream about it's not good enough like i don't know if any defense is ever going to be good enough for Brent Venables. Yeah,
0: 100%. I mean and he he talked to cuz he kind of got a lot of those questions today after the game is, is, you know, where's the defense at in your, in your, in your opinion. And it was, it always started with, we still got a long ways to go. We still got a long ways to go. Um, And and so I think that he's never satisfied, which is, it's, it's a good thing. uh, But it do, it does make you wonder like, how close are they to, you know, making that jump? And I, I just think that, you know, and again, I wasn't here last year, but it, it looks like they've got better Drake. athletes. There's more, t- yeah, they've got more talent across the board. I mean, one guy we didn't even mention that, and, and he he didn't show up a ton in the stat sheet, but Adebare, man. I mean, that's another guy. You mentioned McCulloch earlier, Eddie, as a guy I fell that, in love at warmups. I mean, yeah, you had the great quote about he's bulging in all the right places. He is. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you uh, said that about McCulloch?
2: Yeah, uh, no, Adibare. about PJ Adebare. Oh, dude. I And I know that I saw a couple of tweets that Josh put out I mean, we talk about they haven't had a guy that looks like that in a while down there when yeah. talking about DeSan McCulloch. P.J. Adibore is on a different level of looking. And he's not even close to a finished product. Oh, no. I mean, that guy, he's going to... I bet he's going to be able to gain 35, 40 pounds by the time that he gets officially out of school in three years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he looks incredible. And the play that he made over on the... Uh, West sidelines the seven yard running, loss. Yes, yeah, running down a guy. Yeah, it's like
0: unbelievable. And that's that's where that's where I think they're going to make the biggest jump on defense. It, it just seems like they have so much more depth there. I mean, last year, you know, you, they were playing Grimes, Downs, and R. Mason Thomas were really the three guys on the edge for them. This year, you've got all three of those guys back. Plus, you add PJ, and then you go in the portal and you get Trace Ford and Bothroyd. That's a group that all of a sudden you're you're you have a much better rotation you have some guys like Ford and and Bothroyd who have have played well at the highest level and then you've also got a young guy in Adabare i i just think that that's where you're going to see maybe the biggest the biggest jump is on the edge and that's that's an area that i i really thought that was maybe the worst you
1: know on the team last year yeah i mean i couldn't help but wonder like what is this defensive end position look like because they did play on a Adabore, like you guys weren't there yet, but Ted roof had come in and I know you guys were probably like, that's oh, just Ted roof. Uh, I, got better I, he, things I read his
0: transcript. He had, he had some good, some good Yeah. Good and, and
1: I mean, I, you know, he was asked about Atabore, and he said, Oh, he probably got 25, 30, you know, plays in this game. He said, and he, he mentioned how he'd been banged up throughout camp and whatever. And I mean, for a guy that's been banged up that didn't, you know, only got 30 reps. Like it seemed like he was all over the field quite a bit. I mean, I was just, I was really impressed. So, hey, one thing I I want to talk about on the offensive side of the ball, I I think probably, you know, you can have your opinions on what you saw with the quarterbacks today. I know everybody on the Crimson Corner does. Uh, I expected a little bit more out of the running backs today. And I think Tawie Walker being kind of the standout, at least until uh, late in the scrimmage uh, when uh, Daylon Smothers had his big run. I thought Hicks was good. At times, at times,
2: yeah. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. Not I Hicks, thought, yeah. I thought Smothers was pretty good at times.
1: Yeah, we didn't see. I, I, didn't I mean, Sauchuk did some good yeah. things. Like later on, he had the wheel route for the touchdown, and he started, you know, running harder. Yeah, I thought it's just one of those things. that's hard. But to, it's almost like Tawi Walker kind of loosened everything up for. I him. do think
0: Sachuk's going to be their starting running back, though. Yeah, I I, do that's too. my takeaway. I'm not done with Javante Barnes. Yeah. Like I, I think that I just don't. I don't know what his health that like. It, it, is he going to be somebody that's back for the beginning of fall camp? Because if he is, then I'm with you, Eddie. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think mean, that's
1: why they had the surgery so they could get yeah. Him ready. Yeah. But Barnes, I, had, Barnes have
0: foot surgery? Yeah, yeah. It sounded did like a toe. Him? It sounded like a toe thing. Okay. Is what Brent said today. I thought he
2: did. Brent say that today that he had surgery. No, he he said said it a couple weeks ago.
0: Okay, that he had surgery. I completely to clean something up is what he said. And then today he said it was something in high school. Yeah, and then today he said it was something in his toe, which makes me think it's really not a big deal. See, I don't think that. Yeah, that should be fine. And once you get a full
2: starting offensive line, like it's just hard to tell in the run game, especially today when a you're not like even all the all the uh, like quarterback run game and stuff. The quarterback's obviously not going to keep the ball because he can't get hit. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to really gauge what that running game, like, I thought it was interesting that after the game that Levy basically said, we're going to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Like, he's pretty confident about
0: that. Did you see Caleb picks his stat line? No. Nine rushes, negative four yards. Not great. That's why, that's why. uh Now, he was in there with the second unit quite a bit, I think, if I remember correctly. I, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the game, but. Actually, I probably won't rewatch the spring game. I don't know, uh, but uh, I think he was in there with the second unit a lot. Which we again, that's what we talked about earlier. Is that defensive line kind of dominated up front? But Tawi Walker, another walk-on running back, steals the show. I think I called game. it. I think I called it. Oh, it's a pretty on, easy in the call. U forty,
2: that Tawi Walker was going to be the guy because he's so big. Like he yeah. is tough to tackle, and especially for the quote-unquote non-starter guys. Like he's a he's a load to bring down. I just don't know if you're going to look up and he's going to be averaging
0: you know, he's a, a half specialist. A carry yeah, he's a specialist against uh, you know, insert whatever Big 12 opponent. Yeah, he's going to have like 20 rushes next year with
1: eight touchdowns, like he's just
0: a goal line. Guy.
1: Yeah, that's what yeah. I, if, I see If him they want
2: to do that, that's completely fine with
1: me. Uh, by the way, we you know, George, we usually do like stock up, stock down. That's kind of what we've been doing, but if I had one stock up vote today, it would have to be for DJ Graham. It may not be the most impressive thing because he wasn't in the flow with you know the the starters, but I think all this stuff was with Davis Bevel, was it not? Were his two catches with Davis Bevel? Yes, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they end I, up scoring a touchdown. I was just glad Davis Bevel didn't get booed when he went into the game. The first catch that he had, that
2: the kind of acrobatic uh, tough catch, uh, little DJ Graham had, yeah, little underthrown had had to adjust to the ball in mm-hmm. the air. Like he has some very Ball Obvious, skills. yeah, yeah. Ball skills. Like I want to see more. I want to see more in what he's able to do.
0: I like. Uh, you know who? I'll give you an. That Arnold uh, touchdown was a hell of a throw. Yeah, they're replaying the game here on. Uh, Stock down, Jane Gibson. By the way. Oh yes,
1: man. I mean, you know, feel for the kid. He he owned being a shithead basically last year, but you got to catch the ball when it comes down to it. I mean. He was in. He had a couple. That look. I understand the first throw from uh, Gabriel was a little bit behind him, but it's still catchable. And that was a fourth down play, I think. But to to drop that one in the end zone that would have won your team the game. That's that, was a that's tough a look. tough look. Yeah. Uh,
0: did Nick Anderson play today?
1: No. Uh, and Brent had mentioned that that he was out. Okay. That he wasn't able to play today.
0: Yeah, that was one guy I was I was hoping to hoping to see play. But I was going to say uh, maybe stock up to. Blake Smith. I, I I know he only had one play today, and but he but caught he that with ball one with one hand. I think he's also <laughs> just – he just seems like a tough dude. I think they're going to find a role for him. And, obviously, they're limited at the tight end spot. I do think that's one spot they might look to add in the portal if they can, um, you know, this spring going into the summer. But I thought he played well. Gavin Freeman, three receptions, 47 yards, one touchdown. I know they've been really high on he's him this spring. He's a dog,
1: spring. man. Yeah, he's a dog. Well, and I think we're, we're at a standstill with Andre L. Anthony to find out exactly what he brings. I mean, I, I like what he looks like. He looks like a guy that can stretch the field. He was underthrown on that interception by Peyton Bowen. Uh, but, you know, he started the game out good. It's just it seemed like, you know, Gavin Freeman was kind of, uh, uh, you know, a safety blanket a little bit for the QBs today. And they didn't really try a lot of guys.
0: They had 14 guys catch a pass today so it seems like we still have not not really cleared up who are the who are the guys you know that. it
2: was interesting that uh levy after the game talked about how they felt like they've developed depth i just don't feel very i don't know if confidence is the right word i i don't know if i have a lot of confidence in saying that they have three all big 12 type you have guys. depth do you have playmakers right that's what that's I that's to... a good way to say yeah. it yeah like, and you know, I, I want to see, like, as much as I want to see more of DJ Graham, I want to see more of Andre L. Anthony. I thought that there was times today yeah. that he yeah. made some good catches up against the sidelines and stuff. And, you know, they, they,
1: I think LV Bunkley Shelton started the game.
2: Yeah, and he had the, what do he have, that one drop across the middle. There was that nobody was the, around him.
1: Yeah, he was on the opposite side when Drake Stoops tried that pass. That, oh, did that, he? That, that sweet pass yeah. to start the game that got batted down. So it, it it's inconclusive on the tight ends really I mean I know you know you mentioned Blake Smith but Austin Stogner he just had one catch today it was a first down but still I wanted to see a little bit more you know trying to force the action with him a little bit and I don't I don't think he played a ton today just because no, yeah. you know Probably i would be worn down from the well, spring yeah
0: and it's just like that's a position that they, they really cannot afford an injury and it, it'll be interesting to see you know what can Helms and, and Llewellyn bring if, if one of those guys can be a dude. Um, then, then you're probably good at that spot, but it's definitely pretty thin there.
1: Uh, I, I, I was, I was sitting here in my head trying to pronounce number 80's last F- name.
0: Finale? Finale? The,
1: yeah, Joshua The big tight end. So, so
2: Finale. he has like a just an incredible story because when we talked to Joe John Finley the first time during uh, spring ball, he like Hoover asked about him. Mm-hmm. And I was—he was one of those guys. I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I was like, and who? He, he played basketball at Cameron, uh, down in Lawton, and he's making the transition to football. Just from a like, when you see him out there, he looks—he good. kind of looks great. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to be a guy that they can really contribute and be on. Like, if you would have told me that he was going to catch a touchdown and that Blake Smith was going ca- to uh, catch a touchdown today, I'd been like, okay, like that makes somewhat some kind of sense but i don't really know if i like blake smith uh catching the ball with the the big club on his hand i asked him after the game is like is that tough and he was like yeah I just kind of got used to it this spring <laughs> he has something wrong with his uh thumb i guess
1: by the way i, I want to give one more stock up i know it's not going to be a popular stock up but i mean you got to recognize davis bevel five of six for 83 yards and a touchdown and, and look, stock up to you, the fans, for not booing him when he came on the field. Like, I was really worried about that. Bob was egging
0: it on in the press box. He was. He was being a he dick. Was to, he was trying to have him booed? Yes. Yeah. He He's like, He's like, they're going to boo him when he comes in. Unbelievable,
2: Bob. That's unbelievable. Go back to basketball. It's it's been, the, it <laughs> would have been kind of fun. <laughs> it's
1: always the quiet ones that are the assholes. Yeah. It kind of would have been fun, though, if they did. No. That would have like, been awful. I like Davis. He seems like a good dude, and then you know, not a lot of action for General Booty, which probably says something. But you know, it was interesting that Jeff Lebby pretty much said, "Yeah, it's pretty clear we're better than we were last year at the quarterback position." Well, and they, are, I mean, I, I think they are. I mean, I mean, it's an obvious statement, but it's just one that you don't always, yeah, think the coach is going to well, say. Well, and even even Davis, as much as
0: you know, we'll probably never, we might never see Davis play another snap at OU, but. You know, I, I do think he's probably improved over the last year. Being in this system one more year, you know, getting more reps, uh, he, he did can
1: transfer and find out somewhere else.
0: <laughs> you know, he did have to to play last year in in a crazy environment. So I, I think that um, as much as he, you know, I, I I don't think OU wants to see him play next year because that would be a really bad situation. I, I do think he's probably improved. And then anytime you bring in a guy like Jackson Arnold, obviously, I I didn't realize Gabriel threw three touchdowns today. I thought he had had thrown two. 11 of 17 140 yeah, one yards, to Farouk, three touchdowns and in the, uh,
1: the, the interception. Wheel route to uh to Sawchuk. And then there was a short one, wasn't there? I'm trying to think of the I receivers uh, yeah, that had he hit Farouk in Farouk. the uh, well, Farouk, I said the that
2: corner. one. Yeah. Uh well it was Farouk,
0: Smith, uh Blake Smith. Oh, he hit and the wide open. Blake Smith. And, okay. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right.
2: You know, the uh it kind of went under the radar today. It, Kicking is... Punting is bad. Yeah, they better not have to punt. Although it was it's windy gonna be, today. It, it's going to be Plaster's job, right? I think so. Well, I think it's going to be, if they're trying to boot the shit out of it, Plaster. If they're trying to pin somebody, it's going to be uh, Elzinga. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but Zach Schmidt was uh, 3 of 3, and he had a 31-yard field goal. See, I don't even remember that. When did he kick a field goal today? That's a good question. I don't I remember that. Out. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> It just, was very uh, cold out there. I I legitimately don't remember. That's what's on the stat sheet. One of one field goal, thirty one yards. I didn't remember it either. I don't remember them kicking a field goal. I don't think that they
0: did. He's, what if these stats are all wrong?
2: It might be. Uh one everything th- we know is now. One thing we know that did second.
0: happen is uh Peyton Bowen's interception. Did we have we touched Hell on that? Play. That was that might Hell have been the play, play of the day. I mean, I I was he's a guy that too, like I just – got to find a way to get him on the field. He just feels like a guy – and I know I just went through a whole sp- a whole spiel about not playing Jackson Arnold because he's a true freshman, but that kid just seems like a playmaker that, you know, you got to find a way to get him out there, whether it's, you know, you're playing three safeties and maybe he's the third guy that comes in on certain situations. I don't know, but uh, that dude just seems like he's going to make a lot of plays.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think we – broken down pretty much everything that we saw today yeah uh i you know the, the other thing of it is just the post game and print uh and you know just just how he's handling things but i don't think he's that different than what he has been i mean i get
2: the sense that he's pretty excited about what they have defensively like, i do too yeah he brought it up uh almost kind of unprovoked talking about the three levels of the defense he feels like they have right? some playmakers yeah. mm-hmm. at all three levels which you know, I, I think that the way that he said it, it could be interpreted that he was taking a little bit of a shot at the talent level that they inherited. inherited. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, again, none of this shit matters um, if they're going to go out and have a triple digit ranked defense in a year. It really doesn't.
1: Yeah. But on. Or an offense that keeps going three and out. Yeah. For we're sure. not calling the timeouts. Yeah. When
2: you yeah. Like, to. I mean, it's- are you going to be able to make the in-game adjustments? Are you going to be able to uh, make those big decisions? But I, I do think that it seems like this whole thing is headed in the right direction. The, the talent level down there right now is probably greater than it's been just as a whole from top to bottom on the roster in uh, quite a while. It just. I don't know. It, it seems well, it was, it, like it, it was, they're moving in the right direction. It was
1: interesting they did the, They did a little situational there. They put the ball at the 50-yard line uh, with, like, 38 seconds left, uh, and that's when they scored that touchdown. I think that was the wheel route touchdown to I, I think that's right. Yeah, because that was right before halftime. Yeah, but, like, the clock was a little weird. I don't know if they were running it right, uh, stopping it the way they did or not starting it when they did uh but they were able to convert so I, I think that showed something i mean that was to me one of the more impressive things just about the way they ran it today
0: well and it's very clear that they wanted to work on situational football today yeah like that that situ. that was a situation going football. forward on
1: the fourth downs a the lot fourth downs yeah. that was
0: it was very clear that Put that was backs against the wall and and, and gabriel talked about that um Post game as well he was he was kind of asked about that and he said that's been a huge emphasis for them offensively is converting third and fourth downs and so that was something they wanted to work on today and then obviously even the two-minute drill there at the end with Arnold I mean that was clearly something that uh, they wanted to do so I, I think that 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 was something that you know maybe went a little bit under the radar today
1: also uh, I thought it was interesting Brent Venables talking about he's going to meet with every player individually Uh, over the next two weeks before they, you know, get get some time and then come back for summer workouts. He basically insinuated it on uh,
2: Thursday. And I I talked to somebody, one of the national reporters that was in town about this today. They had uh, three guys that were in the college transfer portal that were on campus today. There's going to be some of those tough conversations, I think, that are going to be had as far as you know, what, what their future is here? Yes, like they're going to have to. I mean, well, they're already over right now.
0: They're, they're the playing a number. Limit. They're playing a number a numbers game because they they they're at seventy six currently. That's with Jaden Davis and Corey Roberson transferring, but they're bringing in twelve guys. I think it's twelve guys this summer that are coming in on scholarship freshmen, and so you, they're going to be three over. So you know, they're either going to have to take three scholarships away. Not bringing anybody in, which that that's not going to happen. We know that they're going to bring people in from the portal, or they're going to have to, you know, um, you know, have other guys transfer. So I I, I think we're going to see maybe a couple more guys enter the portal. I don't know who, um, and then yeah, like like Eddie said, I think there might be some guys that get their scholarships, maybe yanked or they're they're going to get. I mean, they'll find ways to pay them in other ways. I think. I think that's kind of what NIL is also for. I don't really
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be no. I mean, that would be not good. Uh, but you know, they do what they do. Yeah. I don't By know way, how that works. Uh, it was fun today. I mean, I had a good time. I, I walked over to the stadium from the office. I found out that that's the way to do it. Uh, it was a little rainy, you know, late, but it was way too cold for. Once we got down on the field, I was like, "Poor Eddie, you you were I, not I didn't, wearing long sleeves."
2: No, I did not. Uh, it was a little bit embarrassing. I did not look at the weather today i just figured that i thought it was going to be 60 and i you know i also
1: need to talk to josh about something that i saw down on the field today eddie Radosovich's fame you know we we saw plenty of it yesterday george
2: oh yeah today was a little out of control i i can't walk anywhere in that stadium it seems like uh which i love i love everybody that yells at me and walking into the north end zone is an experience of a in my my dad even stopped you down there. Yeah, I, I did see Mr. Stoya today. That was
1: great. But what we saw was three probably 10-year-old girls screaming at Eddie, asking him <laughs> if he could come over and take a selfie.
0: I'm concerned
1: they that were,
2: they were following you. Well, no, they were put up to it. I don't know if you guys saw. Their families were sitting up in the corner above the uh, tunnel there. And so they were like they told them to come down and do that. Okay.
0: I was I was about to say I don't know yeah, if
1: Yeah, I'm a little concerned still. I mean, like you I know, do I, we have I, to have rules that you cannot be taking selfies with 10-year-old women, girls? Well, it's I mean, not like that. I am not, you know, trying to hit on these people. They're
2: <laughs> They're I'm uh, just
1: concerned about the message it sends, like, you know. I'm I ha- I hit all demos,
2: okay? <laughs> and I think that it's uh one of Can those you things. Even
1: have like a Social media account? If you're ten, 10?
2: Oh, yeah,
0: oh yeah, they're all. I thought that but, everything was like I'm sure, thirteen. See, they need to they need to put like explicit content on Eddie's thing and be like,
1: you know, child prevention. No, it was to, it was it was, no, harmless. They, it was totally yeah, harmless. It was totally harmless. You was harmless down on the field. it's not like you had your arms around them or anything? No, no, no. But it was just it was shocking to me. Like, no, it was fun. Little kids. It was fun. I
2: I took a lot of pictures today. Gave out a couple autographs. Autographs. I've, I've never wow. done that. I need to see your signature. It was not good. I was not happy with it.
1: That's the problem. You don't grow up in life thinking like, what is my autograph going to look like? Unless you're like really good at something. So like when people ask me for my autograph, it's like, are you going to take this and like put it on a check and like steal money from me? (laughs) Because it's like, I have, I don't have an autograph. Well, the good news
2: is I have no money to be stolen. So, (laughs) uh, they wouldn't have to worry about that. In fact, I would worry about their, uh, sanity. To be honest with you,
1: there's also something today that's just been driving me crazy. Uh, Eddie, if I want to say this is something on George's person, and it's driving me insane uh, because I haven't asked him about it yet. The watch? Yes. I
0: it, was it looks, I was waiting all looks, day for you to comment it, on it. I this. mean, uh,
1: the bracelet looks semi legitimate, but it is like this it's is a 40. A, no, don't tell me. This is a 41 inch watch that i have on right now like that's got to be like a 45 inch watch that's not a real watch
0: i don't know it's just a fossil man oh god i i don't know i just you know, i had a fossil back in the day
1: is when was
2: this
0: is l- listen this is what i can afford well which one this is
2: what i guess the, here's the decision you have to make do you want a watch or do you want a
1: lexus <laughs> <laughs> you can get a watch i mean do I need to like gift you a watch for my collection? No, you do not need to do that. That's too much. That thing is just garish. Does it have fake like baguettes on it?
0: I get a lot of compliments on this watch. It's
1: because people don't know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, well,
1: does it have a battery in it? It's a quartz, isn't it?
0: I don't even know. The time's wrong on it. I wear. I don't wear it for the time. <sighs> it's <driving. I've, laughs> I <don't, laughs> see. I like that. That's a good. That's a good call.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to fix this.
0: I do need to I need to get a, a new Apple watch you have one I mean it's a it's a Garmin which I like <laughs> you can't call a Garmin an Apple watch well I, I that's what I have an Apple watch too but oh, okay. it's broken and I bought the Garmin and the Garmin's just not as nice okay and so I need to just get a new Apple watch
1: but. it's acceptable to have digital watches you just wear them on the right arm and I, real my real right watch on the arm? left yeah you wear oh, a real watch I on your left. I always wear on my left. No, the real watch you wear on your left. But if you want a smart watch, you wear it on the right.
0: Yeah, but I only wear. This is people are, are tuning us out here. But uh, I only <laughs> wear one watch at a time. I can't wear two watches.
1: Right, we'll That's see. a lot. We'll see. All right. Uh, I think we're done here. Uh, Watch Talk has ended it. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening uh, for our – Been a good week on Sooner Scoop. Off-season Escridge Lexus po- postgame pod. Look, I'm going to say this. Sooner Scoop, uh, I'm so proud of what we built here, and George has been doing fantastic work. Uh, you know, with, with the stories that you've written, the Kyler Murray thing was great. What you did today, sitting with Jackson's family was awesome. Uh, everyone go and read it. Uh, it's all free to read so go check it out um, and Eddie's done a great job and uh, Bob's doing a great job uh, now that Josh is back from vacation that's awesome too so the Baker stuff go listen to that if you haven't heard that podcast uh, you gotta do that just for Orlando Brown um, yeah. and then Baker was great too I'm really so. proud of what we did yesterday that was, that was pretty cool I'm proud of it too except for all the F-bombs at a charity event Oh, well, uh, they they get it <laughs>
2: They <laughs> get it. They raise a lot of money, so... Yeah, they, you're welcome. Yeah. I don't know what the final number uh, that they raised was, but I think it was over like 13,000 meals is what they yeah, it was, put yeah, out I on Twitter yesterday. I think it was over 15,000 or something or 15, like that. Or yeah. 15,000, so it's like... I, I, I'm pretty sure that they came in to yesterday already with uh, 70,000. Yeah, and I think need that to get they like blast, 10 more. They yeah. blasted that out of that's the water. That's awesome.
1: All right, uh, that's going to do it. We'll be back again next week uh, with another unofficial 40 podcast. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that as well. And uh, the, the off season is here, but uh, there is no off season, as you guys know. Uh, recruiting uh, will be heating up. Uh, camp's coming up. Uh, we'll also have the, uh, the big barbecue coming up, the big recruiting weekend. So stay tuned on Soonerscoop.com. Just remember, always type in Soonerscoop.com. No matter where we are, you will find us there. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another unofficial 40 podcast from Soonerscoop.com.